about to leave to go on a date, and I did three shots of whiskey to help with my nerves, but now I'm drunk. I may have made a very terrible mistake, or he's about to meet someone real special. This is your morning reminder that you're not gonna make it in prison. I know, you like to act real tough, but we both know you're a melatonin at 9 p.m., two-ply toilet paper kind of queen with a sensitive tummy and a very specific drink order. So, be nice to people today. This morning, my kid was like, this isn't fair, you can't do this. And I looked at him, I was like, I'm sorry, buddy. I don't make the rules. And he was like, yes, you do. And I was like, exactly, bitch. Know your role. You can't put crumbs in the woods anymore to lure kids into your candy house where you cook and eat them. And this is because of Hansel culture. Tell me one fact that you know about me. Do you not remember one single thing about me? Dude, things have been nuts around here. I bet you don't know anything about me. You were born in Phoenix. You went to school in Tempe. You're an only child. Your favorite show is something called The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And your favorite book is Kendall Jenner's Instagram feed. How did you know all that? Because you are constantly talking about yourself. You are the most self-obsessed person I've ever met. You should see Kendall Jenner's Instagram feed. guys welcome back to a hot mess podcast by the way i love that song i'm so glad we're bringing it back yeah we're taking it back to the original um i think yeah yeah, just for you know uh for everyone you will be hearing that song uh moving forward just because one of the one of our episodes got a strike for copyright violation and um i don't want us to lose any episodes so yeah moving forward we're just going to use a specific song that's that we can use. We're becoming we're becoming more known, guys. Yeah, but the, I, that was my con- <laughs> my concern. Once we got larger, they were going to start like other com- places, like like yeah, like music places like that. We're start going to use are start going to be are going to start noticing and taking down things that they want to they want to claim as copyright. Even though right. I don't I don't play long enough, but it's just it's a process to try to fight every single one if we do that. So I just yeah. rather not go through that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, hi guys. Welcome back for another Monday. I'm here as always with Ernesto. Hi, babe. How are you doing? How's life? Uh, life is good. I'm just uh, I'm I'm here with my Zach uh, Shellington. Beanie. Shut up, <laughs> you guys. Okay, so I get on. You know, Ernesto and I always like talk ten minutes before we record, and he's wearing a beanie, and I was like, oh, I really like your beanie. I'm also blind. Okay, so he's like, oh, thanks. Like, and I was like, what does it say? There's like this little like logo on the side, and he like puts his head close to the camera for me to look at it and I'm like squinting and I'm like Zach Shellington it's a Jack Skellington Skellington, (laughs) and the J and the uh the S are in old English yes but I thought like the little Jack Skellington was like a little ghost or something I'm like what is yeah there's also it's 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 got (laughs) I thought it was like a country artist or something Jack Skellington's face on it (laughs) and then Jack Skellington written uh, right I'm so blind. It, I'm so blind. But that's is, a good name. It's confirmed. Zach Shellington. Yeah, Zach like Shellington. A, somebody needs to. Somebody sounds needs like to a country it. singer. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, someone needs to you know just jump on that. 
Oh my god. This I is the it. Hi, my name is my name is Zach Shellington and this is the Zach Shellington band. <laughs> no, I'm really it's... blind, guys. I need I need to go to the optometrist. I need to get a good prescription for sure because I really mm-hmm. can't fucking see yeah. at all. It, it 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 has to be glasses too, right? You do you, you don't do uh I don't, contacts, right? No, I never have or wanted to just because of makeup. Mm-hmm. You know, like I always wear makeup usually every single day and I just don't like touching my eye and pulling them out and no it's just no yeah I glasses are fine I, I for me i can't do i can't even put eye drops in i'm just it just it just bothers me anything with the eyes just really oh see i'm addicted to that. eye drops i'm addicted to eye drops and nasal mm-hmm. spray and red wine well, na- yeah nasal, I mean, during the whole intro she's got her nasal spray stuck in her nostril oh yeah i always carry these like little um well this one's the vapor stick by mm-hmm. vix but i have the other ones too and i usually keep one everywhere in my house and in every single purse I have one in the podcast closet. I have one in each purse, in the bathroom, one in my junk drawer, in the kitchen. Like, they're everywhere. Eye drops, too. She essentially has booger sticks all around her house. Because Actually, I have she another has one. In her nose. She has two She has two in there with her. She's going to put one in each nostril and just, you know, just do the podcast that way. Just right away. They're both in. Yeah, she's going to be like a... a, a uh, I wish you guys could called? see this. A walrus. Oh, Jesus. I know. No, but they really help. They help for a lot of things. So I have a deviated septum and I have really, really bad allergies. I'm still fighting off this damn bronchitis and I have anxiety. So these kind of help with a lot of everything. And um, if you guys don't know, I'm sure a lot of you who listen do know, I was in a really bad car accident when I was younger. And um, I have a lot of PTSD and I have a hard time with cars, just vehicles and you know, I just went to the concert in Denver and it was a 16 hour drive. Right. And I had a lot of anxiety, a lot of anxiety, like short term driving is a lot better for me. But being on the road that long with large semis, we almost hit a black rabbit in the road, like just anxiety. So these little babies were my savior for the road trip. Why were sure. you guys targeting black rabbits? I know I wanted to keep it. Also, OK, there's something that's going on like. I obviously believe in signs and, you know, things like that. So on the way there, we almost hit a black rabbit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden I see a sign and it's rabbit road. And then right after the concert, we're walking to the Uber. I find a baby bunny that's abandoned in the grass. So I pick it up and it's so cute. It nestled like right in me. Jason was like, you're not taking that with us. And I was like, the hell I am. Like, you know, so I pick it up. I take it in the Uber with me. And I'm like, what do I do? And Jason was like, you're not going to take it in the hotel, babe. Like, you're just really not. Like, you can't. Like, So I didn't. I had to abandon it. I was really sad. And I, like, thought about it the whole night and felt so guilty. Yeah. But it was like, you know, angel numbers, like, in threes. Mm -hmm. And that happened in threes. And I was like, what the hell does this mean? It has to mean something. I don't know. Yeah. But that poor bunny, I hope it made it. I was really sad. I cried. I, you know me, I cried. Right. No, yeah. I, I don't know. But Jason, Jason's a Virgo and he's like, it probably has disease. Like you're going to kill your whole family. I'm like, oh God, be quiet. (laughs) Yeah. This is how, this is how Planet of the Rabbit starts. (laughs) No. It's not Planet of the Apes, it's Planet of the Bunnies. (laughs) The baby bunnies are going to (laughs) murder the whole family. Uh, I was so sad. I was so mad at him too. I'll say that he already knew that, but 
I was so upset. But oh, anyway, I can't even imagine was... how uh, Carter probably wanted oh, to hit the I know. rabbit. I know. So I woke up in the morning and he was like, Mom, the first thing he said, he's like, Mom, are you still sad about the bunny? I said, yeah, dude, I am sad about the bunny. And he said, me too. I kept thinking about him. I, he's like, I kept looking out the window to see if I could find him. I was like, oh, Aww. my baby. I know. <laughs> he's like me, though. He's so emotional and so empathetic, you know, where Jason and it's nothing bad on him. He's just more of a realist and he's more analytical. And I got it. But yeah. it was still sad. No, but yeah, I, the, um, well, I mean, we, we, we have that similarities as far as one, our kids and ourselves. It's just the compassion that we have for, for yeah. creatures in general, yeah. for animals, for life. For life. Um, it's so crazy because the um, uh, we just saw the kids and I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. The, oh, so how many times dream. did you cry? I I cried. Well, I cried twice. My son cried. No, I cried. No, I'm sorry. I cried four times. My son cried twice. And I don't know if my daughter stopped crying. I don't know if she's she is the emotional baby. Yeah. Aww. So, uh, but he, here's the thing: she has such a love for animals, and knowing, um, uh, and I'm not going to give any spoilers because I don't know if everybody yeah. has seen it, but um, it does have a lot to do with the uh, the one of the main characters, Rocket, a raccoon, mm-hmm. and what he went through and all of that. And you know, I'm not giving any spoilers. I'll tell you, that, he dies. Uh, I'm no, not just kidding. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Uh, uh, because you see it in the clips, but he does yeah. actually, he does have a relation, not a relationship, but he does have a friendship with other modified animals. Like, you know, he was, he was genetically modified. Yeah. So there are clips of him. And even in the comic books, if you know that he does have a relationship with another modified animal. So to see that and what they were, what was done to them. And that just was so heart wrenching to her. She loved the movie. She hated that aspect of it, but she loved the movie. But that made the villain to her so much more of a villain because it was just like. Yeah, and that's what they do in movies. That oh, I mean, yeah. I, I love movies that make me sad. It's like sometimes if I'm feeling overstimulated or emotional, like watching that like releases something in me. I don't know what it is, but I enjoy it. I enjoy a good cry in a movie. And it, you know, here's the thing about that movie. It is a very emotional movie. It is wrapping up the trilogy that was the guardians of the galaxy um so you know everybody's a little sad that you're not going to see these you know these characters together anymore you're not going to see that um sorry it, my adhd brain what the hell is that creepy little thing behind you that is grogu that is din grogu oh i like see these two little eyes i'm like wait what is that it's like i i, I somehow knew <laughs> you were going to find it sometime during the episode of the co- the podcast my ADHD brain, I was like, what the hell is yeah, that? Yeah. So And I'm also to, blind, but I also just see these two little eyes. I have like... my um I have my my barn door slightly open in my bedroom where I record and you can see out into the living room and on the couch is, is my baby grow grew um um uh what's it called? Build a bear. I've oh, had it's that a... since <laughs> it's a build a bear. So um yeah, I've had that since it came out, since the first Mandalorian came out. Jeez, how, how long ago has it been now? Two years? Three years? Wait, okay, it's looking cuter now that I know what it is, but it looked creepy right. at first. I was like, what? Well, yeah, all you see is two that? big beady eyes, and it's not yeah. like it's it's in in HD. So, And I'm seeing it from blurry eyes, right. so I'm like, what is that? Cute. Yeah, so, so he cute. yeah he hangs out in the living room sometimes. Sometimes he's in the bedroom. He just, yeah. But um, I had Love a kid it. yesterday, so my daughter just had him out there with her hanging out in the living room. Nice. So Cute. Cute, cute, cute. I love it. Yeah, that's how it goes. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, we're just kind of rambling today. Um, well, yeah. 
Yeah, there's no we're specific just, topic. Yeah, we're just going to no chat. We're but just I do want to talk about, since you did bring it up, and I know where we're going to talk about it, is that you did actually just receive something, uh, 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 results on to something, if you wanted to talk about Oh, that. I did. Yeah. So I did the 23 and me. And I was really curious and intrigued by doing it because my mom had done it. I don't, I don't think my dad has done it. I haven't talked to him about it. Um, but I knew a lot about my mom's side. I knew that I had, you know, a lot of Native American and, you know, stuff like that for my mom's side. But when it came to my dad, my dad has always just said, oh, you're Spanish. You're Spanish. Right. We're Spanish. You know, whatever. And so I finally did it. And I just got my test results back today. So I was really excited. And I wanted to share with you guys. Um so I knew it. I was European a lot. And I am 69.9%. I am European. So 69. This, 69. Of course, Ernesto, he's like has a brain of a 16 year old when it comes to that. Yep. <laughs> uh, so it's Southern European. Um, I have a lot of Italian. I have like 28% Italian in me, which I never knew, which is really cool. And a lot of Spanish and portuguese oh wow okay yeah so i never ever in my whole entire life knew about the portuguese and i'm 24.1 percent spanish and portuguese and then i have a lot of greek in me and i'm 0.5 percent jewish <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it um yeah a lot of native american which i knew that as well too um but now they call it Indigenous American, which I think is kind of cool. Love that. And I'm 22.1% Indigenous American, right? which that is mostly from my mother's side. I do know that. If you have seen pictures of my mother, she definitely looks very um, Native. She does me. have features to Indigenous. Yes. Uh, yeah, she has definitely, definitely yeah. has Indigenous features for sure. Yes. Yeah. So that was really cool. I think the coolest part for me, because I knew it was going to be mostly European. I knew mm -hmm. that. But um the Portuguese was really cool to me. And I also have British and Irish. 24.8%. Oh, okay. I'm British. It's why I do the accent really well. It's probably why. <laughs> I'm waiting for the accent. Yeah. <laughs> hello, hello, darlings. Welcome back to a Hot Mess podcast. We're going to be doing that one full episode. It's going to be the right? English edition. Right. The British I'm, edition. I'm like, guys, this is my heritage. Okay. Leave me alone. <laughs> No, really cool. But when you go through it, it goes through like that. You're going to crack up at this one. Wait, let me find this one. It says, oh, this physical features. So it says 63% is a chance I don't have dimples, which I don't have dimples. Mm -hmm. I don't have a cleft chin. Um, my eye color, it says the highest, which is 51%, is that I have greenish blue or green eyes. Um, freckles, which I do have freckles. Oh, wait, I... 95% don't have red hair, which I don't. Um, you're going to love this one. You ready? 92% <laughs> chance you have a little bit of a unibrow. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit? Uh, like 92%? Yeah, I absolutely have a fucking 90, unibrow. Yeah, geez, that is, that is high. 92% chance you have a little bit of a unibrow. <laughs> jeez. It's amazing. You they put that like you don't know. You're like, Wait, I know what? Yeah, my mother knew when I was in the seventh grade. I was like, you're gonna fucking tweeze this shit or else. <laughs> so good. But it like will tell you stuff like it says from your genetics that I have a fear of heights, which I absolutely do. 
Uh, this one was really cool. I really liked this one because this is totally me. It says, um, Monica, based on your genetics and other factors, you are less likely to have a fear of public speaking. And I guess it was saying, like, I'm at a crazy high amount compared to other people who have mm -hmm. a terrible fear of speaking in public. And I don't. I mean, I like public speaking. It's weird how they can they can figure that out just by I, right the swabs that you do the yeah. swabs that you do on your butt crack. Yeah, exactly. And then obviously it said, "What is this one?" This that is really how you gather the sample, right? You have to. It's like a tube, and you have to spit until the fill line. So I had oh, to like geez. I had to spit probably like six times to like fill it up to the. Oh, line. that probably drove you crazy. Oh, I hated it. Yeah, I was like, really, I can't just like swab my mouth with a cotton ball or something look she never spits so it's very difficult to <laughs> it was saying that i prefer um salts over sweets which is so true, that is true I, yeah. I don't i don't like sweets at all like i it's very very rare that i eat sweets but i love salt like i love potato chips and french fries and like salty stuff so it's crazy how they can get that stuff just from your spit yeah, I mean, it, it, all this stuff is people don't realize how how much your genetic your genetic code has to do with a lot of what is you. Yeah, yeah. It says the combination of your genetics and other factors make you more likely to prefer salty or savory snacks. Like, mm -hmm. it's so crazy. And then it also says that I have thick hair, which I absolutely do. I'm like, how the hell do you know that? Blows my mind. We should Blows look my in mind. The you should make sure that your cameras aren't, uh, you know, aren't connected to the internet. Because 23andMe must have some sort of, once they get <laughs> your spit, they can find your genetic code through right. some satellite. Yeah. And now they're just going. They're going to clone me. Don't yeah, clone me. I'm mentally ill. You guys don't want another Monica in the world. Are you kidding me? No, absolutely not. Next. <laughs> <laughs> get someone else. <laughs> but yeah, it was really cool. Have you ever done one of those or like thought about doing no, it? No, no, I, I, I honestly, I haven't had any interest in doing it. It's, yeah. it's just because I just didn't, I mean, I'm just, yeah. I'm just me. I, I don't need to know my hair, my, my, my history beyond what I, what I've been told. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I could, I could do it. It's just not something that's like top of yeah. mind. It's not something yeah. I have to know. So yeah. I've never actually really gone down that route and. I don't know what kind of weird family members I end up finding if I do it, you know, because I, I think oh, yeah. they, they that's put an op that's database. an option. So it asks you, so you have to put in like certain things, and then it will match you. But if you don't want to, you don't have to. And they're like, do you want us to find your your um, your brothers and sisters? And you end up finding out you have members. like two other siblings. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I know I have two other siblings. No, I think it's yeah. three other siblings. Yeah. No, I just thought it was cool because, like, I knew a lot about my mom's side. My mom had already done it, but she was a little bit more, like, had more knowledge on, like, her great-great-grandparents and where they came from. And my dad, my whole life was just like, oh, we're Spanish. Yeah. I'm like, well, no one's just something. You know what I mean? Like, there's so right. much more. And I was just really curious. I'm also African. So mm -hmm. I was telling, um, who was I talking to this morning? I think I was talking to Tiff. And I was like, um... I wish every single racist would do a 23 and me because guess what, honey, you got some African in you. You they got some, flip. you got some Latin in you. You got some Asian. Like I'm, I have, well, it's not a lot, but I have 0.1% uh, Chinese and 0.7% Japanese. Yeah. No one's, there is no pure. Yes. I'm 0.5% no Nigerian. 
and West African, 2.1%. Like, come on. I love it. It's so cool. Everyone is based out of Africa, 100%. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, but to, not to gloss over the fact that I do actually, I have siblings that I've never met and that I only found out about maybe six years ago. Interesting. Do you yeah. have a relationship with them or you just I've kind never of met know? Them. Okay. Never met them. I know a couple of my other siblings have my, the, the siblings that I know have them. I know. Um, Are you interested in? Uh, no, not really. Not, okay. not too much. I mean, it's nothing against them in, at all, but yeah. it's, I'm, I'm not. I just, and it, um, and it's not because it's it's like uh, they represent my dad not being faithful uh-huh. throughout the whole relationship with my mom. I oh, it was that. while they were together. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Does your mom ever know? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, my mom's not dumb though, so I don't. I wouldn't see how she wouldn't know. But I, I, I honestly don't think my mom was faithful the whole time as well. So, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. But it's not. You know, I can't hold that against them. They were who they were, and. That's just that because mm-hmm. my my brother in Mexico he called me, he called me he goes hey I don't want you to I don't want you to think of dad in a in any different light when I tell you this I'm like okay he goes well you know uh yeah we we did find out that we do have siblings you know and I'm like okay and he goes he goes he goes yeah I don't want you to be upset at dad and all. I'm like why I mean why why am I going to be upset at him. Um, I can understand why they're probably upset at him because he was still with us more than he was with them. Yeah. So I can completely get it if they were probably upset with him. I don't even know if they would even be interested in wanting to have a relationship with me because I represent the family that he did stay with or he was around with more. Yeah. Because there weren't times. It's not like he would stay the night over somewhere. He never stayed the night somewhere. He was always home with us. Always. So whatever happened in uh, in the infidelities that he was having were happening, like either during work hours, you know, because he and was he it like uh, you probably don't even know this. Was it like long affairs, or was it just like no idea, no idea? It's not like I can ask my dad. Uh, no, you I know, know. The only person that would probably know now would be uh, the women that he was with. Or woman, yeah. or women, and I know it's it, as far as it, it's one was woman. Was it diff- It was oh, two kids no. with one woman. Uh, it's three with one. It's a it's a set of twins. Oh Jesus! And Christ. another 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 person, and they're you know they're adults now. They're all adults. Yeah, they're kids. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I honestly don't know what kind of relationship my dad had with them. I don't know how often he saw them or what he. I have no idea. I have no. There's yeah. no way to. When was no ask when them. was this when you found out? Uh, I found this out in 2019. Oh, okay. So kind of recent. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That. Yeah. It was right before the pandemic struck, I think. Yeah. It yeah. was definitely right before. Uh, it was when my mom was, you know, she was already still recovering from her stroke. Um, it was before, right before she passed away, actually. So, wow. Um, you know, even if I asked my mom about it, if she knew or anything like that, she may not have been able to recall it because she was already her men, her mental faculty her, her mental faculties were already so right. diminished because of the stroke that you right. know it was difficult for her to recall or remember many things yeah uh and i mean i didn't i i don't know if my brothers talked to my dad but i didn't feel the need to that was his that was his life outside of ours and he's um again he was with us he was right. with us so it's not like i was lacking in any way so yeah. it's not like I can put him 
uh, I can, I can, I can't consider him a bad parent in that aspect. I can't consider him a bad father because he was always there for us. He was all supportive of us. I don't know right. how he was with them. Yeah. I don't know. See, and I think <clears throat> that's like admirable. Like, I like that you said that because that comes with a lot of emotional maturity, you know, like, obviously my parents' situation is different. Um, you know, I know your parents have passed and, you know, mine are still here, but they are divorced. And like, I'll hear my mom say bad things about my dad and, you know, things like that. And I get it. But at the same time, like right. I'm, I'm neutral. I don't listen from one to the other because I base my relationship on the relationship that I have with that parent. And I base my relationship that I have with my other parent. Right. And at the end of the day, all I want for my parents are to be happy and to do what makes them happy. Like I, I remember as a kid, my parents almost got divorced like twice once when I was 11 and once when I was in my early twenties. And it hurt me when I was 11, but I also wasn't as emotionally mature at that time. Yeah. But when they finally decided to get divorced, I was almost relieved. I'm like, great. Like, do what's going to make you happy. Whatever that is, I'm fucking cool with it. Right. And that's all I want today. You know, like my dad got remarried and it happened pretty quick. It's not ideal. But again, I don't care. I, I don't care because... It's his life, and I would never want another one of my family members to dictate and tell me what I should do with my life. Yeah, and I just want him happy. You well, know? yeah, I mean, this in my in my in the aspect that how I look at it, and when I found out about it was, do I do I like the fact that my dad was not faithful? No. Do I approve yeah. of it? No. Yeah. Do I think it was okay? No. Am I going to look at him different? Um. I, I can't. I can't look at him different because I still he was still it, it's not like finding this finding out the things that he did outside of when I when he was around me yeah. was going to change. And it also wasn't yeah. your relationship. It was not my relationship. My relationship was with my father. I had a relationship with my father and the and the relationship that we had as a family unit. So I can't really change that from there. Am I gonna look at it different? No, because it was still not I mean that that because we for we we had the we had the good fortune of having him around all the time. Again, he right. was there. He never really did that. It's. I think it's. It sucks for you know. Depending on how it is, probably sucks for them on that side. Yeah, it probably does because they did have a father who wasn't there as often. Right. Or yeah. if, if at all. Yeah. You know, if at all, because I don't know. But I can't, you know, I, I, I can't, one, I have no control over that. I yeah. never had any control over it because it wasn't my life. But I still, you know, I still appreciate and love my father for being there for me. Yeah. Because that's, that that, he wasn't that's there your else? own, yeah, that's your own separate relationship. Yeah. Does you know, it suck I've, that he wasn't I've, there for others? No, it sucks. Yeah. yeah, it definitely sucks. But I can't do anything about that. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, say things that my mom has said about my dad just for like personal reasons. But like she said some really, really mean things about my dad. But I've always based my relationship on just the relationship that I've had with him. And especially yeah. now, and people change. My dad is not the same dad that he was when I was 10, when I was 20. Like, my dad is like, I always call him like a little tontito in Spanish. Mm -hmm. Like, he's just so goofy and silly and funny and like spontaneous. And like the relationship him and I have is really good. Yeah. And I and I like it now. Everyone changes. I. Ernesto, you would not even probably be friends with me if you knew me when I was 21 years old. Like, I was a shit show. 
I mean, I'm still kind of a shit show, but yeah. <laughs> I'm like an emotionally mature shit show. But anyways, people change and people grow. Like I found out, you know, later in life, I think that was like mid 20s when I found out that my dad was married before my mom. Yeah. And I never knew that. He never mentioned that. But those are adult things that adults aren't going to tell children. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has their secrets. Everyone has their things that they've done wrong in life that they've fucked up on. And that's okay. Well, it's I said okay. it before. I said it before um, on on the podcast that I know for a fact that my dad cheated on his first wife with my mom. He yeah. ran away with my mom yeah. to, this, to the United States. Yeah. He ran away with her. So I, you know, I already knew that my dad did have the ability of being unfaithful because he was, yeah. he was yeah. unfaithful. But yeah. again, I, I, again, I don't approve of it. Uh, but again, it's my father. It's, it's yeah, my father. It and he was there is. for me. Yeah. He was there for me. I still learned a lot as far as how to be the person that I am through him, through, through how he was. Yeah. Um, but I didn't take, I didn't take the infidelity part with me it's not like i was sitting there looking to to find some poontang outside of any relationship that i was in right yeah, i did say poontang i don't know why poontang <laughs> was, the, was the word that i that i chose but yeah it's not like i was looking for is it called poontang or poontang it's poontang poon. get you some poontang poon or you could just say how they used to say also find some strange I don't know how that came. There's so strange? many phrases. There's so many different oh, ways to say it. Yeah, I'm out here looking for some strange. Ooh, sounds like drugs to me. So many different sayings as far <laughs> as how to just say, I just want to have sex. So weird. Jesus. But, you know. Con- con- conilingus? Conilingus? <laughs> well, no, no. Conilingus, conilingus is, that's just, that's just another word for, you know, eating somebody out. That's just, that's it. Oh, it's, I thought it was sex. Mm-mm. Conilingus is actual oral sex. Oh. It's it's well okay. Let me clarify. It's oral sex. It's oral. It's 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 giving oral sex to a, a woman. Because mm. I even know like the term like fingering, finger blasting. What there's like so many. I there can't. are tons of terms. They're just yeah yeah. yeah they're tons. Think, I'm gonna finger blast you. Like no yeah, fuck? but cunnilingus no. is, is is specific for it's just like fellatio. Fellatio is specific for men. Cunnilingus is. Oh, I, I never even heard that term. Oh, you don't know what fellatio is. No. Oh, I've never heard that term. Really? Thirty-three right. years old. I've never. If you heard. guys have any right, other terms, we're gonna make we're gonna make a list. <laughs> if you guys have any other terms uh, uh, that refer to any type of sexual act, just make sure to send it to us and let us know. We'll have a full episode on the For- terminology of sex. Fornication. 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 <laughs> yeah. There's the old bang. I don't know how banging became a thing. Yeah, we're going to, oh gosh, now it just reminds me of, I have to go watch the movie, uh, Crazy Stupid Love. Oh yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, we're going to bang, we're going to bang. Let's go bang. Oh, I love that movie. No, but yeah, there's so many different terms. Oh, speaking of bang, there was this one time I was in Vegas and I'm in the Vegas elevator going up to my room and there's this couple and they're like making out, they're drunk, like hot and heavy, ready to go to the room. And I'm like standing near the corner, just looking at him and he looks at his like girlfriend or whoever and he was like... I can't wait to take you upstairs in the room and bang you. And I like wanted to laugh so bad. And I was like, Monica, shut your fucking mouth. And I like turned because I couldn't even look at him anymore. They were like drunk, like sloppy kissing. And he's like, I can't wait to bang you. Like, that oh. is so, yeah. <laughs> I, I, 
I had like secondhand embarrassment. I was like, get me out of this. Could you imagine if that elevator broke down? <laughs> oh my gosh. They're like, oh, we can't wait. We're just no. going to bang oh, right here. Oh God. No. I'd film it and put it to set it to TMZ. <laughs> I can't. I don't know why all these like weird things happen in my life. I'm like, come on. Can't wait to go upstairs and bang you. If have, a you man ever if... Been, have you ever been stuck on an elevator? No. That's one of my worst fears. It was one of my worst fears realized. Heights and like being stuck in an elevator. You were stuck on one? Get this. I was stuck on an elevator on my wedding day. Mm -mm. I stole a car on my wedding day, but I want to hear this story. Yeah. So I was stuck on the elevator on my wedding day. Um, We had the, because we actually, when we got married, we had the, the wedding, the ceremony reception at the same hotel mm-hmm. and then we had a suite in the hotel for the night mm-hmm. it was where she was going to get ready for the wedding she was going to be uh in the suite getting ready uh and then come down we're going to have the ceremony the reception and then we were just going to back up going to go back up to the suite yeah so prior to um prior to any of the festivities i went there early in the morning we already had the we already had the room booked uh, we had the room uh so I go up there and I was going to decorate it. I was going to decorate it for her when she got there. It was going to be a bunch of flowers, other things, a couple secret things, because there were going to be a lot of people in there setting, helping get ready and getting ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had a couple of little secret things for later on that evening. I got some, you know, some lingerie and other other paraphernalia for the evening for, fornication festivity stuff. yeah fornication so for some, stuff. yeah there were some connie connilingus paraphernalia no um he was ready to bang <laughs> yeah i just had i just put bang energy drinks all across the uh no it wasn't uh we need a sponsorship from bang now <laughs> we're the, ready the, the number we're of times we said bang yeah we're ready so um yeah i had everything set up i was ready i get into the elevator and going down it just stops in between floors and you were by yourself i was by myself that's even more terrifying i would need like an emotional support human with me if i was going to be stuck in an elevator not the bang buddies but someone else exactly so yeah i i was in there i did the little call thing great i had a horrible i had no signal in there so i had no cell signal in there mind you this was 2003 so the cell reception was already horrible in elevators it's still bad now imagine how it was in 2003 yeah so I couldn't call out. I couldn't text out to anybody. I was kind of just stuck in there. But I was talking to the person that was behind the phone that you pick up in the elevator just to say, hello, yeah. I'm stuck. I'm stuck, yeah. About an hour and 20 minutes later, oh, no. they finally let me out. I kept calling. Through the actual, like, door? Did you have to climb up to the top? Because I know there's no, the top they, part. No, they finally actually let, lowered it down enough where I can go through the bottom there. Jesus. Oh, I was so pissed. I was so no, pissed. No, that's terrifying. That's one of my worst nightmares. That and like being stuck on. Well, first of all, I don't really put myself in situations where I go on roller coasters, but a roller coaster. Oh, God. No, no. The Guardians of the Galaxy ride at California Adventures fucking terrifies the shit out of me. My leg. And that's like a big elevator. If you guys have it, it is pretty much a big elevator. It brings you all the way to the top, drops you, brings you up again, drops you, stops midway, opens up at the top. So you see the whole entire sky. I'm like. My leg, like the whole time, I'm like bouncing in fear. <laughs> I hate that ride. Yeah. But every time everyone gets me to like fucking go on it, no. Yeah. Well, the 
you know, once I was home and everything, I was telling people about what was going on. You know, I told my best man, I told my parents, I told everybody, you know, I was yeah. stuck in an elevator for, I said, but don't tell her. Yeah. Don't tell her because she was already nervous about the whole situation. I mean, of course it's wedding day. You always yeah. have the wedding day jitters. I had so to take not... three shots of tequila just before walking down the aisle. I was terrified. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, I told her parents and her family knew what was going on. They knew that I was stuck there afterwards. I said, but don't tell her, don't tell her, don't let her know. The only person I forgot to tell was my mom. So they were getting ready. And my mom gets there and she goes up, she goes up above, sees her. She goes into the room and sees her. And she's like, yeah, so you heard about what happened in the elevator and everybody was still, they're sitting there just trying to wave her down saying, no, 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 don't talk about it. Shut so, up. Yeah, but so it good. was just, it was so funny. It was oh, so funny. An hour and a half. That's a long time. Yeah. My anxiety, I would probably have a panic attack. Honestly, I would hyperventilate, pass out and then wake up when they open the elevator. Yeah, I am. Um... Have you seen those like videos where people go in those like, you know, those big balls where you could sit in at. Um, I don't know where they have them. Is it like the fair where they, the slingshot ones? Where they like launch you? Yes. Yeah. I don't know where they have them in. They don't have them like at Disneyland or anything like that. No, they have them at like, there there are county fairs and things like that. Oh my God. And people are passing out. All the time. That that would be me. I would like be launched just like, fuck it. Like end it now. Well, I see. Yeah. People, people pass out in roller coasters. I've seen a bunch of roller coasters where people pass out and they're just arms are just flailing in the air. Yeah. You know, people actually have orgasms on those, on those slingshot balls as well it's the adrenaline like yeah people actually yeah they're, they have there have been many videos of like when you when they're launched you know people you can see women having orgasms well i can i mean it's never happened to me but i can feel i can like understand that because sometimes i'll feel like my heart is in my vagina mm-hmm. that's the term i use because it's just like i don't know but i've never gotten like an orgasm i wish that'd be fucking fantastic <laughs> You're like, like, you get a thrill ride and a thrill ride. Like, <laughs> you're like can, I, can I install one of those at home? Right. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, it's. um, Coochies and coasters. <laughs> Coochies and coasters. That's going to be the name of the. Uh, that's going to be the name of the theme park that we open up. It's going to be called Coochies and Coasters. <laughs> um, yeah. But... All the thrills you need for your coochie. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just not the same for guys. No, sorry, no, guys. Just, Girls only. A, it's going to be an all-women theme park. Oh, that'd be great. Can you imagine? Be safer. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> It'd be so much safer. <laughs> it is. I can't imagine, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, speaking of safe and safety in women, uh, I don't know if you, got, if you heard about how uh, Donald Trump was found liable in the case. No. He, had that, he had the civil case against E. Jean Carroll. And the jury came back, and he was found liable five million dollars. They're going to award her. Good. Awarding her five million dollars for liable Great. for for uh, sexual assault and defamation. That's amazing. That's just one of many that are coming down the pike for him. Yeah, that's yeah. just one of many. And they should. But I, you know, there's a thing. There's fear with people who are in power, well, and it's sure. ridiculous. You know, it's ridiculous. I think about me, okay, with my like sexual assault. So. I, I've had, obviously, you know, I've had sexual assault with an actual boyfriend of mine where I thought that it was okay because he was my boyfriend, but I have had one other sexual assault by a man that I went on a first date with. And I was, um, I want to say I was 19 or 20 at this time. And even him doesn't have money or in power. And I still was terrified to come out. 
So imagine like, you know, someone so high up with money and power, of course, people are not going to want to come out. Right, because one, they don't want to get, they don't want to have to go through the ridicule. They don't want to have to relive, continuously relive it. Yeah. They don't want to have to do all that. So there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of reasons why women don't do it. And it's, it's, it's just, it makes sense. It makes sense. And people don't understand that. I don't really, it drives me crazy when, and you hear it more with guys than anything else. When right. guys say, well, why didn't you speak up? Why didn't you report it? Why didn't you go to the police? It's not yeah. an easy thing to do. It's, it's not, not an easy thing to or do. Or talk about because it, and also the situation. It's like, oh, I was drinking or whatever. And it makes you look like a whore. It's like, you, no. So my incident with the first one, and it's crazy. This is how like sickening it makes me i don't even remember his name i know exactly what he looks like he asked me out on a date i went and i was younger and i really wasn't into drinking like when i was younger like in my teenage years yes but then when i got to my 20s i really wasn't for a while um and i had a drink one drink Mm -hmm. and he asked me back to his house and his house or his apartment and his apartment was right by my house it was like maybe a mile away from my house and I was still living at home at this time and um I went over there because I felt safe he was really really nice to me at dinner like paid for dinner you know and I was like yeah let's do it he's like you want to go watch a movie or something this was the first date guy or was his boyfriend this was the first date okay and he made me one more drink at his house I woke up the next morning didn't know where I was at my shirt was on backwards. I fucking knew. Yeah. I was I was feeling sore down there. Yeah. And I woke up and I ran out of that house. Well, I had no shoes on. Like, I grabbed my shoes and I fucking bounced. Mm-hmm. Monica, today, if that was to happen, I probably would have murdered him in his sleep. Like, <laughs> he put something in my drink and he raped me. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. My shirt was on fucking backwards. Right. And you can't tell me after. Even, I was a lot even skinnier back then. I was probably only like 105 pounds. Mm-hmm. But two drinks with a full meal is not going to make me not remember my night. No, it's definitely not. Yeah. And the fact that my shirt was on backwards. And I remember going home and like crying in the shower and like washing my body. And I should have I should have went to the cops. I should have done something. But I didn't because I was yeah. scared. And that's a very common thing, a very yeah. common thing for that. And, you know, it's it's what sucks is because you know this, but when somebody say when somebody just kind of berates you on that and says yeah. you, sh- you should have, you're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. You don't have to tell me. You don't have to remind me when guys right. get up on 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 to these panels. When I get on TikTok lives uh, and they get on these panels and they try to say, well, let me tell you how you can avoid getting raped, how you can get vo- avoid getting sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Everything. How do we, that you how say, do we, how do we teach men to not rape women? Yeah. Like that's the answer. Anything you say, a woman has heard a hundred times, either she already knew it or she heard it from other women. We don't need to explain how to, how, how to do it. Men don't need to say, this is how you can avoid getting, getting raped. Mm-hmm. That's not how it is. It's yeah. gotta be you, like you said, talking to men and say, this is how you don't rape. Yes. This is why you exactly. don't rape. It's not, don't divert your energy over there. It is never, ever, ever the victim's fault yes. ever. Ever. And you know what? The problem, the biggest, the biggest, I wouldn't say problem, but one of the biggest things, the the most difficult things 
is is for the victim to fit to admit that to themselves yeah. it's very difficult for a victim to say this was not my fault because you do you do go through a, the rolodex of events that happen yeah. that happened prior to that to think where 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 could I have avoided this? Yeah, was where it my fault? Because that? there's that there's that saying you know that they say oh you were asking for it or yep. you you dressed this way. Listen, I'm gonna tell you one thing that I almost like don't like about my body, which I shouldn't. I have really large breasts. Okay, I can't help it. What? <laughs> this is how I was born. I can't wear a normal even like cut t-shirt or anything without cleavage it just right. is what it is i can't help that so anytime if i even wear a tank top then all of a sudden i'm asking for it because yeah, i was weird. born with large breasts like how does that happen oh now i'm sexualizing myself like i can't wear anything yeah like it's i didn't just... buy these boobs i just fucking have them right. like i'm not doing it for attention this is just what whoever upstairs made for me you know and, like and... And if somebody did go out and buy boobs for, yeah, you know, still, because they yes. like to feel, it's still not asking yes, for it. No. It's still not asking for it. If I if I lived in a world with all women, there were no men, I would still dress the same because mm -hmm. I'm not looking for the attention. It's just what I like to wear. Doesn't mean that I want to be sexualized for it. Right. It's the reason why. And this is a sad reality, which I really fucking hate when I go to the gym. I almost like try and look like a homeless man, like mm -hmm. no makeup, big T-shirt, pants like and it's cool if you go in your, you know, whatever it's you. You still yeah, should if be you, able if to. If you dress cute yes. to go to the to, if you dress yes. cute and you dress in something a little, little, little tighter yeah. or very tight yeah. or, or, or very little, it's still yeah. fine as well. Yeah, it's fine. But I don't want any of that attention at the gym i'm like please don't even look at me don't talk to me nothing i have my big headphones on like don't look at me don't right don't talk to and me. this is also to say that just because somebody does dress like that means that they want that attention no attention. no okay if Sometimes, they do want no. that attention if they do want that attention they will make it publicly known <laughs> yes. i want that attention yes until yes. somebody says, give me that attention, don't assume that regardless of what they're wearing, don't assume that they want attention just because they have yes. an outfit that is is, is more revealing. They have yeah. a more a skin tight outfit. That doesn't mean I want your attention. All that means is I like the way I look in this. Yes, and they're Bottom confident. Line, they it. want to. Yeah. That's when it. I go to the gym, I don't I don't feel confident. I don't like I do, but I don't like I just don't want anyone approaching me at all. And that's the sad reality that women have to go through all the time yeah because i don't i i don't like small conversation so i don't want someone coming up to me and then i'm like oh you know like sorry i'm married or like oh i'm in a relationship or like mm -hmm. having to explain myself to anyone i'm like i just want to go there to work out it's not a dating store i'm not like there to find someone like no i just right. don't want to talk to anyone yeah and anyway. if somebody is there to do that again yeah I'll then power will, to them. Yes, that's good. They yes. will make it very known that that's yes. what they're there for. Yeah. Don't assume. And don't get offended if somebody does not want to talk to you. If somebody's not interested in, talk to, in talking to you, yeah. that's their right. They're not in – just because you uh, – this is what drives me crazy about the, the quote-unquote nice guys. Well, I was very polite with her. I was very nice with her. She, all, the, the least she could have done was just be grateful. No. No. No, that is not the case. No, it is not. You have, you never have, you never are entitled to somebody else's kindness. Correct. You're never entitled to that. It's like when men are like, oh, you're so beautiful. 
and everyone's like, oh, thank you, thank you. I'm like, I know, bitch. Like, <laughs> oh, right, you know, yeah. If 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 somebody thanks you, oh. great. Yeah, okay, good. They they accepted my they accepted my yeah. compliment. If they don't thank you, they have the, every right to do so yes. as well. They have every I think right there's, to do so. I think as well. there's there's ways about it too. Like, and this has happened on you know my TikTok live and stuff. You know, where a man will be like, oh, my gosh, your eyes are so beautiful. And I'll say, thank you. There's nothing wrong with that. But when I get the other men and you know what I'm talking about Mm -hmm. and they say, like, oh, what I would do to that, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, thank you. I'm like, you're blocked. Like, you're disgusting. Yeah. Like, what woman is going to be like, oh, my gosh, like, can I get your number? Like, no, no, it's not like there's a respectful way to say that, okay. You, you are attractive. I do, like, appreciate your beauty. Nothing wrong with that. It's like me saying, I really like that hat. You look cute with it. Your beanie, you look cute with it on. I like it, yeah. you know? But, like, there's there's a way to go about it with people. And I feel like men don't know those boundaries. Or most men don't know those boundaries. They don't care. They know the boundaries. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. All men know the boundaries. It's not it's yeah. not that they don't know the boundaries. It's just that they're, they think they're entitled to how they want to express themselves because they think it's... It's always complimentary. It's always but something why, that's nice. Why do you think that they do it? Like the the disgusting ones. It to get a... aroused out of women or to belittle yes. women in a way? I don't know. Online? It's like, online? Yeah. It is. Uh, men do it online because they know they can get a rise out of a woman. Uh-huh. They know, or they try to at least. They try to get some yeah. sort of emotional response to say, oh, look at that. I was able to tr- trigger somebody online. That's mm-hmm. it. That's why you always see the comments of, uh, what, uh, lar- a large size, large size queen. When did you transition? All these oh, dumb yeah. things that you see on 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 women's lives. You I don't see that on men's it. lives. Yeah. You don't see that on men's lives. You only see it on yeah. women's lives. Um, so yeah, that uh, they they do it to get a rise in person. They do it because they feel they're entitled because they 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 want to say, you know what, I'm able to provide something for this woman that she's lacking right now. I have that ability to do so, and I'm going to force it upon her because she will thank me later. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's it, and that's not the case. It's never the case. It's never, ever the case that somebody can force something upon you, and you're going to thank them later, uh, uh, willingly at least. Right. You may thank them later just to avoid a, a major – like some sort of major event like essay or rape or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there are many times where women have to be submissive. Uh, and, and seem like they are more demure to avoid a man losing his temper, to mm-hmm. avoid a man being uh, uh, being very physical and aggressive because right. she's not responding the way I would like. Mm-hmm. That well, does it's like happen. it's like even when you know you go to a bar, or whatever. Like I will one hundred percent allow a man to buy me a drink. Anyone, I've had girls buy me drinks. I don't yeah. care. However, that still doesn't entitle you to taking me home getting my phone number like at all that doesn't even entitle to you you to a conversation no you chose to buy me a drink i never asked for one so that doesn't entitle you to anything it's not transactional yes exactly because you did that i can buy my own fucking drinks but if you come up hey i would really like to buy you a drink fucking fantastic you're the dummy if anything because you're the one buying me the drink (laughs) i'll take a free anything any day of the week so if you come up to me and you're like oh you're really pretty can i buy you a drink like sure sure buy me a drink thanks that's the least you fucking men could do is buy us a drink (laughs) (laughs) like of everything that you do but that doesn't entitle you to anything 
No, again, at all. It is yeah. not transactional. It is not. There was that TikTok, like there's like the sound that's going around where <laughs> I forget what it is, but it was like, oh, when guys buy you a drink and then all of a sudden you're like, what? Never mind. And like she runs away. Have you seen that one? It's so good. It's so good. I'm like, that's no, me. it's um, yeah, I may have. I don't know. I, I There's I like watched. a bunch of, I'll probably, I'll send you one. I'll okay. find it. But I'm like, okay. that's me. Oh, no, I did see that one. I saw it where like they start talking and then just run off. They're like, they're like, never mind. Yes. And they mm-hmm. run. Yeah. Yeah. But people are using it for like ADHD, like your brain mm-hmm. and like conversations. They're with doing people. it for so many different things. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. People, people, I love, I mean, people get so creative on trends. I know. I love it. But it was like when a guy buys you a drink and wants something more and then she's like dips. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's like, thanks for the drink. Bye. Like, I can't. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Again, people get creative. I love it. I love it. But no, I, I don't, um, I don't understand how people think it's transactional. Nothing is transactional between uh, um, any kind of interaction between a, a man or a woman. Yeah. It, none of it's transactional. If mm-hmm. I choose to be nice to somebody and they don't acknowledge it, that's fine. That doesn't, that's not going to change the fact that I chose to be nice to them. Yeah. See, and I'm very appreciative. Like if someone, honestly, like if someone was to come up to me and like buy me a drink, I would talk with them for a minute. I will talk to any human being. I never like not talk to people. I love human interaction all the time. Yeah. However, if it starts getting a little more, you know, whatever personal and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go hang out with my girlfriends now. You know, you enjoy your night. It still doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. You know? Yeah. Cause I've done that. Like I, there was one time I was at a bar and it was, there was a guy and his girlfriend and so, they were talking something and they were like, oh, about his birthday. It was the guy's birthday. And I bought both of them a drink. And I was like, hey, you know, I overheard you telling your girlfriend or whatever, you know, it was your birthday. I wanted to buy you guys a shot. And I sent him a shot just to be nice. Yeah. Like, it's okay for people to do that. However. It is. It's it's a little different when men are doing it because they want something. They're wanting that in, you know. Like, you're not going to get the in, buddy. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Not with one tequila shot. It needs to be, like, a car, a house, some shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, you guys. We love you. The time is up. We are going to go on about our day. I have to work. I'm yeah. so annoyed. Our therapy se- your therapy session is up now. Uh, we will be sending yeah. you a bill. <laughs> we will be invoicing you. Yeah, I'm still going back to um, when I was on live the other day. I don't know if you were on. It was Wednesday. And I was about to go to therapy. And, you know, Brooklyn, who's always on my yeah. live. She's so yeah. cute. Um, I took a shot, like, right before my therapy session. <laughs> I was like, she screenshot the video. <sighs> and she sent it to me. And I was, like, taking a shot out of my closet Azul bottle. And I was like time for therapy or something like that. I was like, cause I was so, I do, I get so like nervous and anxious before therapy, but it's been a good thing. It's been a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, go, to, I, go to therapy guys. Yeah. Go to therapy. Yeah, therapy is not a bad thing. Yeah. Never. All right, you guys, we love you so much. Thank you for tuning in for another week of a hot mess podcast. We will be back next Monday as always. Until for sure. then. Wait, hold on. Before we go, um, I do want to give out the information. So if nope, you guys do want to, nope. Send us some stuff. What were we talking about earlier? Oh my god! I can't no, no, no. Again, right. no. I just no. want you yeah, know. Just send us uh, some of the some of the weirdest no. phrases. Some dirty, some dirty some phrases. Stuff. Some different phrases for, uh, you know, for 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 a sexual act. Yeah, send us the weirdest <laughs> phrases. You know, 
Yeah, yes. send us those and we'll make a whole episode of those. Um, you can do that either by sending it to the to the hotline. You can send it via text or voicemail, 310-494-6811. That's 310-494-6811. You can also go to a hotmesspodcast.com. There is going to be an option to send an anonymous message if it's just way out there and you don't want to know that we know that you know. Yes. Uh, if you want to send that to us there, you can do that there. Or you can send it to our socials. You can send it to the Instagram, her personal Instagram, my personal Instagram, our personal TikToks. All of that you can find at hotmesspodcast.com. Yeah, send it over to us, and then we, we'll definitely be having a conversation about that soon. Absolutely. Send us all the dirty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Enjoy your week. Um, be happy. Do something kind for someone else. And until next Monday. Bye. What's a strange habit you picked up from work? Telling people to fuck off when really I just meant to say good morning. Will I ever stop being a sarcastic asshole? Find out next week on I Think the Funk Not. You know, there's all this talk in the news about China having my data from TikTok and then maybe America has my data. Everybody wants my data. What are you going to do with it? Look at it. Giggle a little. Maybe get a little crush on me. Have it. I want you to. I don't give a shit about it. I will, everybody should have my data. I'm great. Your penis is too small. Excuse me? It doesn't, and uh, it just, it, it can't. And, and I can't, and it's, it's just too damn small. Did you ever stop to think that maybe your vagina's too big? <laughs>